Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we bridge the gap between theory and practice with strategies, tools, and ideas we can all use immediately applied to the most current brain research to heighten productivity in our schools, our sports environments, and modern workplaces. I'm Andrea Samadhi and launched this podcast to share how important an understanding of our brain is for our everyday life and results. Like you, I'm interested in learning and applying the research for our everyday life. For this week's Brain Fact Friday, I want to look at the Japanese term kaizen that means change for the better or continuous improvement as we enter the last quarter of 2022. If you follow this podcast, we launched our year with a six-part study of the best-selling book, Think and Grow Rich, that ended with episode 196 on the neuroscience behind the 15 success principles of this classic book from Napoleon Hill, ensuring that we all make 2022 our best year ever with this detailed study. I've been studying this book chapter by chapter at the start of every year since 2019, which doesn't seem like a long time, but if you go back to this book study, you'll see it's quite intensive. The notes I share came from two of my mentors who've studied this book for their entire life. It took me to the beginning of February to properly cover the 15 success principles with enough content in this series to continue to study this book every year for the rest of our lives and we'll still pick up something new. We'll cover this on today's episode, but success with these principles doesn't happen immediately, but it will happen with time, which is why I think it's crucial to revisit this book and the success principles throughout the year to be sure the concepts are being applied, not just in January when we're starting out our year, but every month of the year right through to the end of Q4. There are six steps in this book that I've written on my wall that when read aloud every day causes an increase in the amplitude of our thinking until eventually our goals become so ingrained in our mind that they become an auto-suggestion in our thoughts throughout our day. Napoleon Hill intended this book to be studied over and over again, not just once, but multiple times for results to occur. We opened this six-part series at the start of the year with a quote from undercover billionaire Grant Cardone, who said, In order to get to the next level of whatever we're doing, we must think and act in a wildly different way than we previously have been. And I know I've repeated this quote often throughout the year on various episodes, but I'm doing it on purpose since making any sort of change takes time. It doesn't happen overnight or immediately or even how our brain wants to see things unravel, because success is non-linear. I heard this concept the other day, and it made me stop and think for a minute. When you hear success is non-linear, what do you think about? I thought about that image of the person riding their bike with their plan in mind towards their goal, but in reality, there are many obstacles along the way. We'll all have our ups and downs, but what I'm hoping to show with this episode is that our results will happen predictably, 
by taking certain actions day in and day out with our desired outcomes in our mind that will eventually become an auto-suggestion as we move towards our goals, overcoming the obstacles along the way. This will encourage all of us, no matter what results we see today in front of our eyes, that we must never give up, as you might be just giving up three feet before gold, which is a concept from Chapter 1 of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book that says one of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. Which brings to my mind another image of this guy giving up as he was almost about to hit it big, discovering the diamonds underground, when there's this other guy right above him in the image who's determined to keep moving forward and he'll hit the diamonds. When you hear success is non-linear, what comes to your mind? Stop and think about this for a minute because there's much more to this concept than meets the eye. When I'm looking at the images that come to my mind, the guy on the bike with the obstacles or the guy digging for diamonds, these images are missing something important. They're missing the huge quantum leap in results that occurs for those who don't give up. After digging a bit, and the pun was intended here, I found an article that explained what I was looking for from Thomas Waschenfelder, and I put the image in the show notes. Waschenfelder's diagram, Success is Not Linear, shows two places where people often give up, right before their results were about to shoot up exponentially. So how does this apply to us at this point in the year? What if we're in Q4 of 2022 and it's not panning out to be our best year ever? We listened to many different podcasts for new ideas, we took notes, and we applied all we could, but life pretty much looks the same in October as it did in January. Most of us would be tempted to give up as we can't see the quantum leap, your end result when you're looking forward. It will only be evident once we hit our goal, and it will be at that point that you'll be able to explain it to others. If you've attained your goals this year, that's awesome. You held your vision to the end, and now you can share your strategy with others. But what if you haven't? I'm working on something over here, and I haven't achieved it yet either, despite all the effort I'm putting in. And there were two specific times, just like in Waschenfelder's diagram, where things didn't go my way, where most people would throw in the towel. But when you look at how success isn't linear, you can expect the obstacles to appear and keep going if you believe in the process. Do you believe in the process? I can honestly say that I wouldn't be spending my time to sit at my desk and think of how else we could all move the needle forward, myself included, and study the most successful people I know, looking for how science can help us to understand our lives just a bit better if I didn't believe in this process myself. If you look at Waschenfelder's image that describes how most of us think the more effort we put in, we listen to podcasts, we gather ideas, and we put them into action, so success should follow. But this isn't exactly how it works. Waschenfelder describes the process, reminding us that the amount of work you put in does not correlate to the success you enjoy at any given moment. 
Most people will give up when they don't see the immediate rewards. And this made me think back to the book U Squared by Price Pritchett that I covered on episode 109, that was back in February of 2021, that was a high-velocity formula for multiplying our personal effectiveness in quantum leaps. If you look at Washenfelder's image, you can see two places where most people give up. But look at what happens if they kept going. He says it himself. With one additional move, they see a giant, disproportionately huge impact. If this is you doing the work and not yet seeing the results, go back and listen to episode 109 on the principles of U squared that will guarantee you an explosive jump in your personal performance that puts you far beyond the next logical step. Then when you think that success is not linear, you'll have a new image formed in your mind with all the obstacles along the way and the goal right next to the exponential quantum leap at the end. So now what? This brings us to this week's Brain Fact Friday and how the Japanese term Kaizen can help us. Did you know that the Japanese term Kaizen or the practice of using small steps for continuous improvement, actually originated with the U.S. military? Frederica Fabricius points this out in her book, The Leading Brain, Work Smarter, Better, and Happier, that we covered when we interviewed her way back on episode 27, one of our early episodes. I'm thrilled to share she'll be back joining us soon with her new book coming out actually next week called The Brain-Friendly Workplace, But until then, I wanted to tie this powerful concept of Kaizen that's used by the U.S. military so we know it must be good with our brain so we can all benefit from this concept for the remainder of 2022 and see if it can help us to make a quantum leap or explosive jump in our personal or professional performance that puts us far beyond the next logical step. Frederike in her book, The Leading Brain, says that procrastination is the principal impediment to initiating any habit change. Large goals can seem intimidating unless broken down into manageable steps. Kaizen, the practice of using small steps, can help you to avoid the threat response in our brain that frequently drives procrastination. So when I saw the concept of Kaizen, I thought of how easy we could apply it to our health and well-being in addition to our professional lives, or any place where there's too much for our brain to handle so we don't do anything at all. This strategy can be used in any field to take our results to the next level. I saw Dr. Mark Ely point out that the Kaizen cycle could be used in education with professional learning communities as the steps can help educators to achieve better results for the students they serve. Whatever sector you're working in, education, sports, health and wellness, I hope you can see how the Kaizen approach is one way of finding solutions and breaking through to new levels of achievement, creating your quantum leap. So how can you use this Kaizen strategy in the workplace? I'll put an image in the show notes that outlines the seven steps. Step one, you gather your team together. Step two, write out a list of all the problems you've got. Step three, brainstorm solutions and then choose yours. Step four, test the solution. Five, regularly measure and analyze the results. Step six, adopt the successful solution. And step seven, repeat the process. 
Be sure to keep in mind Thomas Waschenfelder's image as you're working through the seven steps to break through to new levels of achievement in your workplace, as there'll be times throughout that members of the team will want to give up. If they can't see the end result or that quantum leap that's miles ahead of where they currently are now. What about using the Kaizen strategy for improving our health? For our health, it looks a lot like what I'm doing when I'm testing products and sharing them here on the podcast. When our podcast took a turn towards health and wellness during the pandemic, we began to focus narrowly on the top five health staples, exercise, sleep, healthy diet, optimizing our microbiome, and intermittent fasting. Narrowing in on these health staples makes it easier to pinpoint where our challenges are. While I was recently reading Dr. Tom O'Brien's book, You Can Fix Your Brain, just one hour a week to the best memory, productivity, and sleep you've ever had, he mentioned how intimidating it can be to improve our health with all the different theories, diets, and advice that often contradicts each other, and it's not uncommon to find ourselves immobilized with minimal results not getting better at all. Dr. O'Brien talks about dedicating just one hour a week to make significant changes with our health, and I wondered how he could guarantee change in this way. In the first few pages of the book, he offered a tip that I'll never forget that will change my brain health forever. He offers this brain health tip in the first few pages of his book called a note from the author, Progress Not Perfection, that reminds us that significant gains can occur when we do things the Kaizen way. He said, you know that smell that overtakes you when you're pumping gas? That's benzene, and it's a strong carcinogen, something that can cause cancer, and a neurotoxin, something that affects the functioning of our brain. As you breathe it in, the benzene goes through your permeable lungs, into your bloodstream, and right up to your brain, where it initiates an immune response producing inflammation, which damages your nerve cells. Well, most of us can't totally avoid gasoline, but you don't have to breathe this stuff in, he says. Next time, look where you're standing. If you're smelling benzene, that means you're standing downwind. All you have to do is walk around to the other side of the hose. Now you're upwind. This one simple maneuver, every time you pump gas over a lifetime, dramatically reduces the amount of benzene we're exposed to. It's the Kaizen way. Small actions add up over our lifetime. So to conclude this episode and review this week's Brain Fact Friday, did you know that the Japanese term Kaizen, or the practice of using small steps for continuous improvement, actually originated with the U.S. military, and that the secret for Kaizen is that it operates below the radar of your brain's threat response, and that the actions you're taking are so small, so incremental, and seemingly inconsequential that psychologist Robert Maurer says that they really can change your life the Kaizen way. Whether we're using the Kaizen way for our professional or personal lives, we can take small steps towards progress every day so that one day they'll yield our quantum leap that will put us far beyond the next logical step. When you hit your quantum leap, I'd love to hear about it. Until then, I'm still working on mine over here, and I'll see you next week. If 
you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episode. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 